It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ground ball, Joey Votto with a scoop and the underhand toss to Iglesias, and this one belongs to the Reds. Big, big night for the Red Legs. They score a big six-run, five-run sixth inning to break open a close ball game, and they go on in hand. The Atlanta Braves, a loss, final score, 10-4. to That is how it sounded last night at Great American Ballpark. I'm James Erpine coming on to talk to you about the Reds, and they won. Reds Radio Network, Marty Brenneman on the call, and the Reds win 10-4, my good buddy. 3-1 now on Mondays this season. And uh, 4-18 on the year, it's insane. But they win 10-4 again, back-to-back Mondays. Didn't win any games in between, but my God, they played uh, relatively well yesterday. Look, the bats got going. The bats got going. You saw it. They had their first home run in 211 at-bats with Scott Shebler, who finished with three RBIs, two of five, and it's big. Look, anytime you can get a win and you've been losing a lot, it's big. It's big for a variety of reasons. One, Sal Romano showed up. Six innings pitched, one earned run, one walk, five strikeouts, and 98 pitches. That's what we're talking about. Like, you need that, but then you also need hitting. And the Reds haven't gotten both virtually ever at all this season. They did yesterday. Here's Sal Romano after the game. Really heavy lefty lineup. Uh, I knew that I needed to have my you know, comeback two seam working for me, and I was able to do that. But you know, I'm not really worried about my performance. The team won today, and uh, it's a big step forward for us, and I think that's the most important thing we can take from today is that the bats came around, and you know, I was just able to have a, you know, a pretty solid start. But it, you know, the Reds won today, and I think that's the most important thing. That's Sal Romano after yesterday's start. Uh, the Reds get their first win in quite some time. It, it stunk because the way things timed out, I didn't get to celebrate the win. And I, I'm working on getting my audio equipment fixed uh, on my laptop so I can record after the win. Yesterday, there was nothing I wanted to do more than to jump on here and talk about how the Reds won. And I was excited and I was ready to do so, but uh, unreliable equipment right now. Ain't working. Ain't working at the, the home office. So I only can do it here at the studio We'll get that fixed. Uh, I'll have my IT guy look at it today. But uh, there's a lot to get to today. And uh, a 10-4 win, 4-18 and on the season. Jim Riggleman's first win. Uh, Joey Votto got a hit, had an RBI. Scott Shevler had three RBIs. Jose Peraza, an RBI. Uh, it just, to me, this is what the doctor ordered. It wasn't in danger. It wasn't in doubt. They didn't win by the skin of their teeth. They came out. They played well. They got down 2 nothing, and then boom. Tie the game. Five runs in the sixth. Basically, it got it got out of hand. And then when you got a little concerned, maybe, when it was 7-4, to four, well, they got three more. And you could put that to bed. A- any concern, to bed. Uh, I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. You're going to hear... From a couple more people here, including Jim Riggleman. Let's get to him. Riggleman. Here's Riggle Man after the game, his first win as Reds manager. Really proud of the guys today. You know, we're down again after losing a lot of ball games. We're down, and then, uh, you know, we got it going, and Sheb got a big hit for us. Um, we had a lot of great at bats tonight. You know, uh, we took a lot of base on balls, and, and uh, that extended some rallies and a couple key hits, and, you know, that's kind of what we've been looking for. Jim Riggleman after the game, and he wasn't lying. He wasn't lying as far as the walks are concerned. They walked eight times yesterday. And a lot of that, 
might be it just settled down for him. I would press uh, if you've played baseball, really anything, any sport, anything where you're frustrated or you're struggling. It's easy to press. It's easy to force it. It's easy to swing at balls you shouldn't be swinging at, etc. The Reds fared well yesterday. They fared well yesterday. They didn't push it. They didn't force it. They let the game come to them, so to speak. And they, they got some hits. Let's be honest. That's what they did. But the fact that they were still patient at the plate, they got a solid start. Yes, they were still down early, 2 nothing, But it never got out of hand. You never felt like Sal Romano didn't have some control. And then the Reds, well, their, their hitting took off in the middle part of the game. And that was it. And it sucks because, let's be honest, we're talking about 22 games so far. Only four wins. And I feel like I have to come on here and celebrate a victory and be all excited. They're so rare. I don't know what's going to happen. We will look ahead to tonight and uh, what the Reds got on tap. Obviously, they they continued playing the Braves at Great American Ballpark, game two of a four-game series. But I mentioned Scott Shevler. And Shevler, well, he was excited after the win. Obviously, he had a big home run and three RBIs. It was one of those things that just felt like the whole season we've never had momentum. Um, And it didn't matter who provided it. Um, but just felt like we never had that momentum offensively. And as you guys know, we've, we were great offensively last year, um, and I, I fully expect us to be like that the rest of the year. That's Scott Shebler after the game. I hope so. Because if they were okay offensively these first 22 games, we wouldn't be talking about this start. The past two Mondays, they've scored 20 of their 71 runs on the season. Think about that. 20 out of 71. That is just dreadful. That's 28.16% of their runs in two wins. They've had a couple more games where they've scored seven, as I noted on the podcast yesterday. So you're talking four of the games of their 22 games. They've scored combined 34 of their 71 runs. That's almost half, right? Almost half. 34 out of 71. That's a big number. That's a big number. I did some quick math there, and it's one of those things you hope their bats wake up. I, I expect Joey Votto to wake up. I expect Joey Votto to hit. Excuse me. I expect, expect him to hit better. Look, 247 on the season, on base percentage, still getting on base a lot. I mean, he's getting on base 35% of the time. But that's going to go up. All of that stuff is going to go up. But the Reds, they can't go a week plus without hitting a home run. They have to be high-powered offensively, relatively speaking to what we've seen through the first 21 games, 22 games of the year. If they can do that, they can be watchable, listenable. It's been brutal because you know if they, like yesterday when Atlanta went up 2 nothing, were you bracing yourself? I was. It's like, well, Sal Romano's pitching all right, gives up a couple runs, and well, there you go. Margin for error isn't one. The margin for error is a lot more open if you have the belief that you can score. And the Reds certainly did yesterday. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. We'll have to catch up with Chad Dotson, RedLegNation.com. Thinking about bothering him. Well, tomorrow, maybe Thursday this week. Also got to get Doug Gray on. Tomorrow's podcast, it's going to be after. It'll be in the evening. And it'll be in the evening because it'll be recapping what I watched at Louisville. It's crazy. I, I planned this trip with Mo Egger. Maybe I'll have Mo jump on with me. I planned this trip with Mo Egger about a month ago. 
Nick Senzel still happens to be down there in AAA Louisville. And Eugenio Suarez doing a rehab stint down there. So I'm hoping that I get to see both play tomorrow. That would be a lot of fun. That would be cool. And uh, so I will recap that. That'll be what we do tomorrow evening, which uh, I, I'm looking forward to. I, I think it'll be a, a good break. Maybe we'll get to see some good baseball. Speaking of baseball, we'll get to tonight's game and preview tomorrow's game as well against the Braves. We'll do that next on the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. It's Reds. It is Braves. Tonight, 640 Great American Ballpark. And just looking at this matchup, a little concerned. A little concerned. Um, it's one where if you look at the numbers, Brandon McCarthy has pitched very well for the Braves so far. He struck out 18, walked just 8 in 21 and two-thirds innings pitched. He's 3-0 on the year with a 2.91 earned run average. He's going up against Tyler Malley. Malley one in three on the season, a 5.14 ERA, pitched in 21 innings, uh, struck out 20, has walked seven. I like Malley. I'm concerned about McCarthy shutting the Reds down. Can the power surge that we saw over the past eight days, can they put that behind him? Yesterday they did. Can they continue to do that? Can they continue what we saw yesterday? They didn't last Monday. I was all encouraged after last Monday. It was like, okay, they're back on it. They're going to play better. They're going to play better. It'll be better. And then, well, no, that wasn't the case. It needs to be the case. It does. And you get the first one of a four-game series. You're at home. You got to get it again. And then hopefully again, quite honestly. I mean, it's one of those scenarios where at some point you're hoping that this, the Reds' bats are going to consistently be better. And then looking ahead, obviously, tomorrow we'll have a podcast, like I said, recapping Louisville. The Reds take on the Braves again on Wednesday. That game also, 640, and uh, Brandon Finnegan takes them out. And Finnegan's going to go up against uh, Matt Whistler, who's pitched well for the Braves this year, only had one start, but uh, pitched really well in that one start, picked up a win, went seven innings. And now you wonder, Brandon Finnegan... Looking to show that he belongs. Look, he's had two starts, two losses, over an 11, 11.05 ERA. Uh, he's struck out six, walked eight, 0-2, like I said, in seven and one-thirds innings in two starts. It can't happen. It can't keep happening. They need to see something. They got Finnegan in the, the Johnny Cueto trade. So who knows? Who knows how this goes, but that's Finnegan's scheduled to start, and you really, really need to get a W there. And then we'll have a podcast between now and then, uh, but on Thursday, Thursday afternoon, it is a 12-35 first pitch. Homer Bailey will take the mound looking for his first win of the year, going up against Sean Newcomb of the Atlanta Braves. Look, you got to get two. You got a minimum go two and two now. You got the first game of this series. Remember on the road trip last week when I said, well, they started one and oh, maybe they can go three and three. It wasn't like I had some outrageous expectations. I said three and three. They ended up one and five on the road trip after winning the first game. Well, this four gamer against Atlanta, you win the first one. You got to get another one. You can't go winless the next three. And I'll be looking at the bats. I hope it's brutal. Like, Baseball is one of those sports 
if you're not hitting, it's just so bad to watch. Like, even if they field well and they're getting good pitching and they lose 2 nothing, it's dreadful. And, and I think it's one of those things where it's going to come around at some point. Scott Shevler sounded confident. Everyone at that locker room sounded confident that it was going to turn around at some point. They were waiting and curious as to when. Hopefully it's now. Hopefully this is the last time we have to talk about how bad the Reds have been offensively. Doesn't mean they're not going to win or lose a bunch of games. I'm fine with that. But I also, if they're down 2 nothing, don't want to think, well, that's it. There's no chance they come back. And there's been times where it's it's been like that. There's been times where I've been concerned that, that that was the case or going to be the case. I hope it isn't moving forward. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast on Twitter. At James Rapine, at Locked on Reds. Make sure you check out LockedOnReds.com. We do this every single day. It's a daily pod. And it's for your listening enjoyment. Again, tomorrow we will be back uh, Wednesday evening. And it'll be a recap of my trip to Louisville where I hopefully watch Nick Senzo and Eugenio Suarez play tomorrow afternoon. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening. Until tomorrow, this is the Locked On Reds Podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.